Kulu, wah, 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 babies. Sunday morning, time for some jazz. I hope you have a hot steaming beverage of whatever you prefer. Mine, coffee, black, hot, and ready to be consumed. I've got some uh, wonderful compositions on tap for you today. We're going to start with um, a Mancunian pianist, composer, producer, and founder of the independent jazz label Godwana Records. Young man, uh, 36 years of age. He uh, will be celebrating his 37th birthday on September 11th of this year. So a rather ominous birth date. Hmm. Gentleman has um, released his first album in 2008. And uh, that was the first release of, uh, 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 from his label, Godwana Records. He's uh, uh, He has a total of um, eight records, eight or nine. His last album coming out in 2019. He's quite an, in, an interesting individual, and uh, I'm uh, very much liking what I'm hearing from him thus far. So I'm going to play a track off of his second album, released in 2009, uh, titled, uh, the album title is, is uh, Sending My Love, from... Uh, my apologies. Color Yes is the name of the album. Sending Love is one of the tracks on the album. Uh, this is the second track. It's titled Together. Please enjoy this composition from uh, British Mancunian. That would be from Manchester for those who don't know. Composer, bandleader, pianist, Matthew Halsell.
Matthew Halsell with his composition Together from his second album. It should be noted that uh, I made a mistake earlier. He's not a pianist. He's the trumpeter of the uh, band that he is the leader thereof. His music has been influenced by the spiritual jazz of Alice Coltrane, along with, of course, uh, Miles Davis and Pharaoh Sanders. He also has several trip-hop influences in his music because he is a DJ. I guess you could almost describe that composition as downbeat chill. Almost a slow heartbeat with the bass guitar, or the bass stand-up double bass, my apologies. Mr. Matthew Hussell, a good Mancunian lad, I'm told. So today, um, going to go with very mellow jazz, in case that wasn't already obvious to you. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell from that beginning composition that uh, the direction I'm achieving, trying to achieve today, is some soulful, smooth, mellow jazz, just to bring your mood to a soft, serene place. I'm hoping that this uh, is something we can achieve together. So our second uh, artist today I want to feature is also from the United Kingdom. Uh, name is Mr. Gabriel Latchin, and uh, he's the pianist, composer, and band leader of the Gabriel Latchin Trio. He's uh, quite an accomplished musician and has uh, been gigging throughout the UK for a number of years now. Wonderful things are constantly said about both the man and his music, so that's a nice thing to hear and read about. That he's uh, a hell of a nice guy, according to a number of musicians and uh, individuals that have worked with him in the past. So, he's actually a bit of a rock star in the jazz world, as he's um, had over 4 million streams as of 2019. I don't have the latest stats. But uh, that, that's uh, quite an accomplishment for a jazz artist. Jazz artists are, of course, they, they do earn a, a good living from gigging, of course, but their music isn't always constantly streamed, but things seem to be changing with this individual. He, uh, he falls under the p uh, jazz pianist traditions of Herbie Hancock's, Herbie Hancock, apologies, Bill Evans, Art Tatum, Phineas Newborn, and Barry Harris. Those are both his idols and his influences. He, uh, he's uh, an individual who likes to do classical jazz uh, compositions along with um, new arrangements of standards. So why don't we try this one today, shall we? Um, from his album The Moon and I, this is Polka Dots and Moonbeams from the Gabriel Latchin Trio.
Jason Trio with his 2019 album, The Moon and I, with that composition titled Polka Dots and Moonbeams. If you listen carefully, I think you can hear the influence of the OP, Mr. Oscar Peterson, on that composition. I know I certainly could. It's the subtleness between the notes. Mr. Gabriel Atchin, an individual to be paid attention to in the future as he is very much one of the leaders of the new jazz that pays respect to the old jazz. I hope to see him someday in concert, whenever artists can actually tour again. Perhaps I'll have to fly across the pond to see him perform, and that's okay because I have friends in the UK, so a visit would be in order. Mr. Gabriel Atchin from the Gabriel Atchin Trio. And now, uh, I want to play a composition uh, from an American jazz trumpeter, Mr. Jeremy Pelt. An individual who has, um, he's quite young, he's only 43 years of age, but he's recorded almost 20 albums in total as a uh, solo artist, well, of course, with a band, but he's been a sideman with a number of artists as well, and has recorded a with, my goodness, uh, probably a hundred different jazz musicians. He's quite the individual, and um, I, I think you're really going to like this composition. It's um, It's got some length to it, but that's okay. Remember, the, the point of today's show is to relax you, put you in a calm mood. It's Sunday, relax, listen to some jazz, have your favorite beverage. That's what I'm doing. So Mr. Pelt um, was trained as a classical trumpeter as a child, and uh, he started to focus on jazz after playing in a high school jazz ensemble. He studied music at the Berklee College of Music. He's performed with Ravi Coltrane, Greg Osby, Cassandra Wilson. Some of the artists that he's recorded with, well, Vincent Herring, Ralph Peterson, Ben Allison, David Chesky, David Fink, Jared Gold, no, essentially a who's who of modern jazz. So, without any further ado, please enjoy this composition from Mr. Jeremy Pelt from um, the album The Art of Intimacy, Volume 1. This is his arrangement. Sorry, it's not an original composition. My apologies. His arrangement of Little Girl Blue. Thank you. 
tones of Mr. Jeremy Pelt in his version of Little Girl Blue from his album The Art of Intimacy, Volume 1. Now, the song Little Girl Blue was originally written in 1935 by Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hart. It's also the title of the first album by Nina Simone, which was released in 1958. Now, that particular record, um, she made a mistake. She was in her mid-twenties and was, inst- uh, you know, she was aspiring to be a classical concert pianist, so she sold the rights uh, for the album for $3,000 in 1958, which is about um, $27,000 by today's standards, which was a tidy sum of money. However, that deal eventually cost Nina Simone almost a million dollars, I'm sorry, more than a million dollars in profits, uh, royalty profits, sadly. That is the music business for you, though. Broken hearts and broken dreams. Of course, Mr. Jeremy Pelt has been described as a firebrand trumpeter with a warm tone and a deft improvisational style. This album, the composition you just heard from... uh, the Art of Intimacy Volume 1 was released in January of this year. Here's hoping he'll follow it up with Volume 2. The record itself is spectacular from start to finish. And uh, the opening track, Love is Simple, is actually a composition by Mr. Pelt. Um, the eighth track is a co-composition with uh, Jeremy Pelt and Mr. Peter Washington. So lots more to come from this gentleman in the next few years, I hope. He's quite young. He's only 43 years of age, so I think he has a long career ahead of him in the jazz world. I hope to hear a great deal more from him because I'm really liking everything I've heard thus far. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. So I think it's almost time for me to pour myself another cup of coffee. Before I do that, I want to introduce you to um, Japanese pianist Yoko Miwa. She is, um, well, according to Midwest Record Review, simply a first-class, straight-up, straight-ahead player whose sole mission is to step up and deliver the goods. Internationally acclaimed uh, pianist, composer, and just an incredible artist, the Yokomiwa Trio. Please enjoy her version of the magnificent jazz song Sunshine Follows the Rain
2019 album, Keep Talking. That's the Yoko Miwa Trio with Apologies, an original composition. Sunshine Follows the Rain. I also apologize for bumping into the microphone. I hope I didn't damage your speakers or your headphones. Of course, that album is her eighth studio release. Uh, it was released on June 14th of 2019, and it does have a number of original compositions with some classic interpretations of Charles Mingus, Thelonious Monk, Marcello Camello, Joni Mitchell, and a Lennon and McCartney medley, believe it or not. One of the most respected jazz pianists on the scene today, Mr. Ms. Yoko Miwa, my apologies. Boy, am I stumbling. Perhaps that second cup of coffee will do me good. It might not kick in for another 20 minutes. By that time, I'll be done for the day. <laughs> Alas, sometimes things just go a little bit off. Ms. Miwa is recorded with uh, Sheila Jordan, Esperanza Spalding, George Garzon, just to name a few. And of course, as always, every jazz pianist these days is pretty much influenced by the late great O.P. himself, Mr. Oscar Peterson. It's hard not to be influenced by him because he was one of the most prolific pianists to ever live. It's difficult to believe that uh, Ms. Miwa is 50 years of age. She turns 50 this year because she doesn't look a day over 30. I need to know what is in her diet. Or perhaps it's just simply genetics and living a good life. I don't know. Anyway, you can find some information on Ms. Miwa on her website. It's uh, actually a very nice site, to be honest. And um, it's uh, yokomiwa.com. Uh, it features her upcoming shows, has media, um, all kinds of information about her and the trio. Now, she's she does have... Um, a live show every Friday at 9 p.m. from her home studio, uh, as well as every Saturday at 9 p.m. She's scheduled to play June 23rd, which is Monday, is that Monday? Uh, at the Blue Note in New York City, where she uh, is a resident there frequently. So, if you'd like to see her play live, by all means, you can find her on uh, Facebook every Friday at 9 p.m. And if you go directly to her website, yokomiwa.com, you can get direct links to each and every performance scheduled. So today, let's end it off with another famous Montreal pianist who, of course, did study and play with the OP, Oscar Peterson, Mr. Oliver Jones. Now, Mr. Jones is also from the Little Burgundy area of Montreal. He was born in 1934. He's still very much alive and playing. He taught music at Laurentian University back in the 80s, and uh, he also taught at McGill. So very much a Montrealer by anyone's stretch of any imagination. He has about 20 records released with uh, on the uh, Just In Time label, and his last album was released in 2012. You can certainly find him... Um, all over the internet, of course. There's several articles written about him, and a very good one from the Montreal Gazette, written back in 2006. He's um, he's played pretty much all over the world, and uh, in 1980, he teamed up with uh, Montreal's Charlie Biddle. And if you don't know who Charlie Biddle is, well, that's your loss. Charlie Biddle used to have a jazz um, club on in Montreal, downtown, on I believe it was on JFK. Yes, there's a JFK Boulevard in Montreal, for those of you who don't know. Biddle's was the name of the club. Uh, Charlie Biddle had uh, moved to Montreal, I guess, in the 50s, if memory serves. Uh, he fell in love with the city and settled there. His daughter is a uh, spectacular jazz singer in her own right and uh, has toured the world. Sadly, Charlie passed away in 19, uh, sorry, 2003 at the age of 76. It was 1948 when he arrived in Montreal. And uh, he was just impressed with, uh, of course, Canada and, and Quebec. And uh, he decided to stay. 
he fell in love with a French-Canadian woman, married, and raised three daughters. So, but this, uh, this isn't about Charlie Biddle. I will feature him in an upcoming show because I absolutely loved his work. And his daughter, like I said, is a spectacular singer in her own right. And if you've ever seen the movie The Whole Nine Yards, um, which featured, of course, Bruce Willis, the city of Montreal, and Ottawa's own Matthew Perry, the scene where they go into a restaurant to order food was actually filmed at Biddle's Blues, Biddle's Club, Charlie Biddle's Club. And at the end of the film, when um, he's dancing on a balcony overlooking Niagara Falls with his new wife, the song Who's Laughing Now begins to play, and then they fade into the club with Charlie Biddle and his daughter singing. Worth checking out. Anyway, let's get on to Mr. Oliver Jones. Born to Bayesian or Barbadian, I don't know what your preference is, but his parents immigrated to Montreal from uh, Barbados, and I'm sure that first winter must have been a shock to their system. He um, studied and uh, uh, with uh, Oscar Peterson's sister, Daisy Peterson Sweeney, at the age of eight, and continued to play at the uh, Union United Church when he was a child. He, uh, of course, performed as a solo novelty act at the Café Saint-Michel, as well as other clubs throughout the area of Montreal. He, um, he I guess he had a trick piano act, apparently. He used to dance and do the splits, played from underneath the pianos, or with a sheet over the keys. Quite the character. He was the subject of a 1990 National Film Board of Canada documentary, Oliver Jones in Africa, as he toured throughout Nigeria. Terribly sorry, I seem to have a frog in my throat. If you search out on the NFB website, you can find the film Black Soul. I think it's worth a watch if you, uh, if you happen to like his music. Of course, Mr. Jones is an officer of the Order of Canada. He's been, uh, well, he's been bestowed with the National Order of Quebec, with the rank of Chevalier, or Knight, or for Monty Python fans, Knigget. You'll have to look that one up if you don't get the joke. I only recently had it explained to me because it went over my head the first time I saw the film 30-some years ago. It's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 1986, he won a uh, Juno Award for his album titled Lights of Burgundy, and then again in 2009 for his album second time around. He's been nominated nine times for Juno Awards, and has won two, and been awarded two. He's also received um, multiple Felix Awards, which is a uh, Quebec Music Award. Um, much like the East Coast Music Awards, the Felix Award is... Uh, given by the Association du Disque de l'Industrie du Spectacle Québécois, or A-Disc, A-D-I-S-Q, A-Disc. They've been around for a number of years, the Felix Awards. I, begin, I believe they uh, started issuing them in 1979 just to reward an indiv individual Québécois artist that sometimes don't necessarily get the national recognition, somewhat similar to the East Coast Music Awards for artists that aren't always recognized on the national stage. Things are beginning to change with that, though, thankfully, because of the advent of the medium you're listening to me on, the Internet. We can spread music all around the world. So, without any further ado, let's just get right into it, shall we? This is Mr. Oliver Jones with his version of the song, When I Fall in Love, from his album, Second Time Around. Thank you. 
Jones with his interpretation of When I Fall in Love. What a spectacular player. And of course, you can certainly hear the influence of Mr. Oscar Peterson in that composition. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's show and the hour we've spent together. I will be back next Sunday with uh, another playlist of jazz artists. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. I hope you're relaxed and happy and healthy. And, to those who may be listening who are fathers, happy Father's Day to each and every one of you. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Skooly-wow!